Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Put some BTP sports in your cup and listen up. I came to bring the pain. What up, dog? Yo, what up, though, BTP fans and supporters, and welcome to episode 11 of this season of Bring the Pain Sports Talk. After further review, I am your host, The Badger, 2004 NBA champion Detroit Pistons uh. here, Mitchell Brock. And I am here with the great sports Morpheus, Richard Walker. You just got to bring up old stuff. Huh? Absolutely do. Absolutely do. Here with Q and the crew, and uh, we are ready to roll today. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> I just felt like being messy today. Y'all yeah. know, you know, we got this done against the Lakers in 04. I'm just thankful that y'all couldn't hear my comments before we got on the ear. <laughs> y'all should see how he looked at me when I walked in. Like, he, he looked like, like, disrespected yeah. you know but you know it's, it's playoffs it's nba playoffs so you know i'm just getting into the swing of the <sighs> nba playoffs you understand it's the last time we was worth a dog so you know yeah it's been a while it's been a while it's been a minute <laughs> yeah we had a, a halfway decent run after that i mean we went back to the finals the next year lost to the spurs in seven mm-hmm. then lebron came along in 08 mm-hmm. and dethroned us and then after 08 that, 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 was, was, that was it that was it they broke it up after Le- lebron broke us up yeah. in 08 then that, that was it but um, let's uh, start off with Mr. Walker and his journey. <laughs> well, for those of you that have been following, you know that uh, I am the media captain for the NFL Alumni Association Weight Loss Challenge. Uh, we had an opportunity to uh, have our some of our spokesperson, spokespeople uh, to join my good friend Nate Griffin of Fox 26 on Shout the, out Nate Yeah Shout out to Hollywood Nate Hollywood Hollywood Nate, Nate. Always come through for Always us. Always uh, So uh, the great Dick Butkus and also uh, two time Super Bowl champion Otis Anderson and the New York Giants had an opportunity to uh, join uh, my good friend Nate on the Fox Morning Show, Fox Twenty Six Morning Show. So we'll roll that clip real quick. One of the most feared linebackers to play in the NFL ever, and one of the most feared running backs to take a handoff. One of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the other a two-time Super Bowl champ, Bears linebacker Dick Buckus, and Cardinals and Giants running back Otis Anderson. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. It is a pleasure. I first want to ask you, and we'll start with you. I'll call you Mr. Buckus, okay? I'll call you Mr. Buckus. I first want to start with. You. You. Hey, hey, hey. hey. There. Yes, yes, sir. How can people get involved? I know that you got involved. Tell us what it's done for you. You, you went off the air. Who, who are you asking the question to? That was, it was Dick Buckus. Okay. Can you right. Yeah, now I can hear you. You're going in and out. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so what's the question? The question is, how did you get involved? Why are you involved? And how much has it helped you? Oh, well, the reason I got involved in it when I heard about it was because I always thought, uh, you know, I got to, I kind of let myself go a little bit and uh, and I wasn't really supposed to because I had gone through a five-way bypass about 20 some years ago. So I needed to get my weight down, but, uh, you know, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Uh, but I got on this program and uh, joined that wellness challenge and, uh it, it just it came off uh and now i'm on a maintenance program and uh i i thought with the loss of weight could help me health wise uh certainly with my my heart condition that i had uh, plus i had neuropathy so uh i thought all right you know lose some weight it'd be a little bit easier on the old body so uh i'm i'm doing pretty good i'm, I'm on this maintenance program now and uh uh, I would recommend it to a lot of people. Otis Anderson, I want to ask you, how has the program helped you? Can you tell us about how much, how much weight you've actually lost? Well, like, like Dick, I, I did let myself get, a, get away from it. I retired in 93. I was like 240, 45 pounds. Ooh. And by the age of 55, I was 319, 320. Um, <laughs> And I thought that my wife was washing my clothes in the wrong type of water temperature. That's why I was shrinking so much. And I couldn't understand why one 
by two weeks, I wear a pair of pants, and two weeks later, I couldn't get back in them. So I just figured she was doing something wrong at the laundry. Uh, I was getting ready to fire her as a as the laundry person, but uh, couldn't realize it wasn't her. <laughs> it was me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I just realized like Dick, you know, there come a point in time when you look yourself in the face and you go like, okay, this is not right. Something's really going on. And you, you got to make a difference. And, and, and being a part of this program, I have I have got myself right now. I'm about 275. I feel good. I, I, I like where I'm at. I probably could go to 265, but um, I, I'm, I'm, I went from a 52 waistline to a 42, 44 waistline. Ooh. I went from a triple X, almost 4X topped now to a double X XLs on some sizes. Uh, but the program works, like Dick said. It, the program works. I highly recommend it. And uh, it's it just like everything else in life. It becomes, yeah. you got to be disciplined. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, All right. Well, certainly, yeah. certainly appreciate you both joining us. The website is www.wellnesschallenge.nflalumni.org. We're going to ask here. people to make sure that they uh, log in and you guys get involved with them. Thank you so much to both of you. It's an honor to talk with both of you as well. Thank you. You got it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Nice. My man, Hollywood Nate. Always come through for us, man. Nate. <laughs> awesome guy, man. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Man. Always. All Nate. the support uh, for the program. Uh, not just from Nate, but uh, all the other members of the media that, that support it. I've gotten so many phone calls and texts and emails. And uh, this is just the beginning. Uh, so, again, uh, visit the, the website, wellnesschallenge.nflalumni.org. The program is open for air. Everyone. Yeah, you heard the testimony yourself. Otis went from a four X to a two X. He was mind you, he was a running back. Yeah. And he was a three hundred and nineteen pounds. Right. Now he was a big boy when like right. say he was two he played about two forty, two forty five, but three nineteen. Right. And he's not a very tall guy. No. You know, so that's a lot of weight to be carrying around. And it Dick Buckus is just the ultimate tough guy. Did you hear him how nonchalant he was? Oh yeah, I had a uh, well, a five way bypass about twenty years ago. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Right, five way <laughs> bypass. Mind you, you ain't got but five arteries. Right, <laughs> they had to bypass all they of had them. To bypass all of them. It's not, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. You so know, that's, that's the ultimate tough guy right there. But even he's got on program. So there's no such thing as I'm above this. I, I'm a tough guy. I don't need this. The, one of the toughest dudes walking the planet right now was successful on this program. We speak from testimony, not from theory. That's correct. This program works and it's not, you're not, you're not being punished and you don't feel deprived. I had pizza last night, man. I like pizza. I had pizza. You're going to have to get, uh, contact me to tell me how that works. But I, I had pizza last night. Mm -hmm. I had nachos the other day. Mm -hmm. Not the taco salad. Not, 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 not that big with it. Yeah. So there are ways to, enjoy a very comfortable lifestyle and still address the issue of wellness. So one other thing I want to congratulate uh, the entire NFL alumni association team that um, has been working on this program. Uh, Mr. Russell Allen, uh, our director and the, and the crew uh, last week uh, we won um, what's called the Sabre awards. Uh, the Sabre award recognizes superior achievement and brand reputation and engagement uh, there were about 350 campaigns involved in that short list and the NFL Alumni Association wellness program uh, won the award. Uh, so this is just the beginning. That's right. This is just the beginning. So that being said, it's time to do the weekly duty. Y'all know what time it is. We just waited prior to this. Yeah. Was, 
What was it? 336. 336. So we haven't taken the issue. We we cheated. Before we went on. We it was three thirty-six, and the guys all saw it. Wouldn't lie, I wouldn't lie. It was three thirty-six the first time, and you saw we just had something going on with the scale. Check it out, and um, for whatever reason, it said three forty-two. So either it lied the first time, or it's lying now. <laughs> I would like to say it's lying yeah. now. Yeah. So, but uh, either way, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. it is what it is. So. I tried to play it off. I just hit my knee on this. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to play it off, but that hurt. But um, anyway, so yeah, y'all go ahead, man, and um, go to the website, get involved in the wellness challenge, and um, it's 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 good stuff, man. Y'all just heard it from two, um, two full, two legends, two legends. Yeah. And first, then before we get off this subject, one thing I want to say: whoever put that clip together of Dick Butkus, I saw Wade. Him crushing way too many lions in that um, <laughs> in that clip. Y'all y'all couldn't y'all couldn't switch it up a little bit, like all lions well, clips. I mean, he was he was a bear. And he was in that conference. Yeah, I mean, you know. well, it, it, it was thirty other teams at the time. I'm like, that's that just all lions. Mm. Blah, blah blah. You would notice that too. Yeah, of course, I would notice that. Yeah. No, but um, shout out to to Hollywood Nate as always. Yes, and the Fox um, 2016 Thank for sure. For, yeah. pre, we really really appreciate that, man. Yeah. It's, it's a that's a major network that that's always um and, and Nate from day one. I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him his yeah. flowers. Yeah. From day one, Nate. When I tell y'all. And y'all know we real. This is who we are. Mm -hmm. Nate is a real one. Mm -hmm. The same guy that you see on TV is the same guy that you see when the cameras go off. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I would say probably the two realest major network local people that's always been down is Nate mm -hmm. and Spencer Tillman. Mm -hmm. Those are like real down-to-earth brothers who keep it 100 at all times. So mm -hmm. shout out to, to Nate and the crew, man. But um, let's get into some basketball, man. Um, the uh, uh, conference finals are, are well underway. Um, we've got two games in the books on the, on each side. So is somebody going to tell the Mavericks that the conference finals <laughs> are underway? Man, did you, did you see that game last night? Man, when man, I was saying, it was, yeah. So... Whew. We remember Game Seven. Mm -hmm. We remember what Dallas did to Phoenix in Game Seven, mm -hmm. right? Luca and, and his crew is running around the court, laughing and ha ha and kikiing because mm -hmm. they're blowing them out. Mm -hmm. You saw a little bit of that last night mm -hmm. when they had uh, GSW down by what nineteen? I think was the yeah. highest. Yeah. And then it started. Mm -hmm. So it started a little bit with Steph and and Clay, but it was close. Do you know that they actually took the lead after they got the lead down? Uh, Steph and Clay wasn't even on the court. Right. It was Kavon Looney, mm -hmm. uh, Jordan Poole, right. Go Blue, Michigan man, Jordan Poole. Okay, we were rubbing it in now. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And you know his the last shot of his college. Career. I was just about to say I, yeah, I, I wasn't yeah, gonna say yeah, nothing. Yeah, gonna, I wasn't gonna say nothing. Yeah. But since you brought it up, we remember that you know, game against you, Houston. You, you trying really hard <laughs> to make me cuss on air today. I swear it ain't hard. It ain't hard to make you cuss. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not difficult. <laughs> that's not difficult. That's not difficult. <laughs> but no, but uh, yeah, Golden State, man. Um, what, what's the kid name? Uh, the one that looks like Will Chamberlain. Uh, uh, you know the, the kid. Yeah. But anyway, Golden State's bench and and reserves came through, mm. and that's that was the fear. We know about Steph. Right. We know about Clay. Right. Draymond is going to do what he do. Draymond found out. Yeah. He had six points and he fouled out yeah. last night. Yeah, he's going to do what he do. Mm -hmm. And we said earlier in the playoffs, if Golden State can get anything out of their bench, they are dangerous. Mm -hmm. And they're showing it. Mm -hmm. They're showing it, man. They're up 2-0. So, your thoughts on that series? I, I think about that that game last night. Uh, those of y'all, you, you probably remember the viral clip of the, uh, the marathon uh, sprint. There's a ladies' marathon sprint. And there's the two runners – they're, they're holding hands as they're about to cross the finish line, and then the third lady comes and just zooms by them and yep. wins the race. Yep. That's that's what happened last night with yeah. the Warriors and the, and the Mavs. Like, they, they started coasting way too early. Mm -hmm. uh, Jason Kidd, who I have tremendous respect for, and I still go into the closet every now and then and curse because the Lakers didn't retain him and make him head coach oh. instead of Frank Vogel. But he, you did, you did, you get an F for the second half, bro. Mm -hmm. 
you had to stop. You got to get your guys re-engaged and get them focused. When you saw that they start to to get lazy and relaxed, and they they slowly but surely start to let the Mar- uh, let the Warriors back into that game. You gotta, you gotta, like, the, you gotta stay on the Warriors' neck. You yes. gotta get them down. You, you yes. got them by, down by twenty. You need to get them down by forty. Yep, because they can, they can score so quickly in bunches. And th- while they're not a great um, man defense per se, like a man to man defense uh, defensive team, when they flip that switch and they turn it on, their hustle mm-hmm. as a team. Uh, causes a lot of problems defensively, and they're able to get those 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 hustle rebounds and mm-hmm. and, and, and take away positions, man. And so there's a couple of uh, plays that I uh, think about was um, the rebound, and then uh, I think it was Looney who uh, like um, as soon as they got the rebound, he tried to uh, turn around and try to go up court. He's standing right there, boom, took a charge. Yep, like that that kind of stuff. You can't you won't show up on the stat sheet, but that's that's the mentality that they switched to. In the second half, and that was the big difference in that game. And the thing about Golden State that's underrated is you you kind of hinted toward it a little bit um, about defensively. They guard the the, uh, the perimeter very well, mm-hmm. so you're not going to just get off a bunch of good shot, a bunch of good perimeter right. shots on them. Clay Thompson is one of the best perimeter defenders we've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph is an underrated perimeter defender. Now he's not going to lock nobody up. He's not going to block any shots. But what he will do is he'll steal the ball. Mm-hmm. He'll steal the ball from you. Um, and they got a bunch of lone guys. They got uh, uh, Jordan Poole. Otto Porter Jr. is the other one I was trying to think about. Um, the, the kid that looks like Will Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. So uh, Wiggins, of course. I mean, look, look at this, man. You know, Wiggins, 19. Draymond, 10. Looney, 10. Clay, 15. Steph, 21. You know, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. That was, that was game one. I'm sorry. My bad. But... Um, there we go. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, Golden State is up two to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying four to one. I, I don't even at this point. Sweet. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm itching to pull out the broom at this point. Uh, I, they, they took their best punch in the first half. And then they just brushed it off like, oh, oh, y'all wanna y'all wanna play play. Y'all wanna play basketball, basketball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what we hold playing? On. Hold, 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 hold my beer for a second. So you don't think that they'll get one in Dallas? <sighs> I I just don't know. Cause like Luca had Luca was bananas last night. He had 42. forty. Yeah. And and uh you also had the other young guy, um uh the point guard. Oh, uh, 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 Brunson. Uh, yeah. Brunson had 30. Brunson, Brunson had 30, 31. 31, yep. And they, for like a certain, that was a blowout last night. That was it. If you're down 20 and you lose by 10, that's a blowout. So your starting center, uh, Dwight Powell, guess how many points he had? Who? Exactly. <laughs> Not a one. Yeah. Not a one. Mm. So that that's... That can't happen. No, that cannot happen. And so, you let Kevon Looney go for twenty one, man. Like you, already, it's already enough to deal with Clay and Steph and Draymond, and then you let Looney go loose. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> I, I got the right game up now. I was I, I knew what happened last night, but I had the wrong stats up. I had game one stats up. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the Mavericks. Reggie Bullock had twenty one. Uh, Dory uh, Finley, Finney Smith had ten. Mm-hmm. Powell had zero. Luca had 42, Brunson had 31. Mm. So you had a player with 40, 30, and 20, and, and you still, still lost, lost by 10. By what that? <laughs> nine. nine. Well, and, close and you still yeah. lost by nine. But you were up 19 and you right. lost by nine. Right. That's, that's a, a 40 point swing. Yeah. Um, or 30 point swing almost. Yep. So, but then you look at uh, Golden State on the flip side of that. Wiggins 16, Looney 21, Steph 32, Clay 15, Poole 23, Porter 11. Mm. So out of your, let me see, what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Out of the nine players who played last night, five of them was in double figures. Mm. Six, I'm sorry. Six. Six out of nine were in double figures last night. And look at this stat. The Mavericks shot 56% from the field. That is awesome. 50% from three. They're 14 or 28. That's great. That's absurd. That's great. And you still lost by nine points. Right. It's it's nothing else you can do. 
if you if you just look at the blind stats right. without looking at the actual score, you would say Dallas should have won this game. They they were up by nineteen. They but blew it. I, I think, like I said, uh, you know, Jason Kidd, he should have called. He he didn't use timeouts in the second half. Like he didn't stop the bleed. Stop the run. And and he didn't make any adjustments. Also, um, I didn't I didn't see where the, you know they they all they did all they tried to do in the second half was trade buckets with the Warriors. And you're not doing that. You don't want to do that. First of all, Dallas don't have. They got the firepower to match with the Warriors. There you go. Yeah. I was gonna say they don't have. Right. They have guys who can score. We right. saw that. They have one score. You got guys that can score. Right. And you have scorers. Right. They have one scorer. Right. And that's Luca. You're trying to exchange gunfire when you got a AR-15 and they got a bazooka. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Golden, probably not a good idea. Yeah. Golden State has three scorers. Right. You got Steph. You got Clay. And you got Poole. Guys, not guys who can score, guys who Pure are scorers. scorers. So mm-hmm. you, you're not, and then and then you got the bench kicking in, mm-hmm. 11. You, you're and not, then with Dre Marnes, when his shot's with, falling? He got 10. On top of what all the other intangibles. You're, you're in trouble. That was like, uh, not to make it a Pistons thing, but to go back to like Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. If Dennis Rodman scored 10 points, we won. Right. Because he didn't already got 20 rebounds. Right. And block three, four shots right. and got all these different hustle plays. Mm-hmm. And then you put 10 points on Dr- top of that. Draymond is this. I'm not saying he's as good as Dennis Rodman, not even close, mm-hmm. but he's this generation's Dennis Rodman. Right. He does the intangibles. He plays defense. He guards. And if you get some points out of him, it's it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm going. So you going you going with the broom? I'm going with the broom. I'm going to go for one. I think I think Dallas will get one at the house. I, I think they'll get one at the house. But we'll see. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, should be over by next week. Yeah, it's definitely going to be over. <laughs> should, by the time we see you next week, it's, this should be over with. They will not be around to see episode number 12 of BTP Sports. I mean, but if you do, you know, go ahead and to the Believe Network and yes. all the different podcasts or platforms and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go over to the east side. East side, you got one to one. You got one to one. You got Boston and uh, Miami. Mm. And we saw what happened in game one, mm-hmm. which was. A little bit tainted, if I'm gonna be honest with you, yeah. because Boston was missing um, Horford and Smart, mm-hmm. and they lost. But they lost big, mm-hmm. right? So now everybody's back, mm-hmm. and they beat Miami by 25. Mm-hmm. All right, your thoughts on that series? Uh, it's, it's going to go all the way. Um, they, like I said, I, I think I mentioned this the last series. They have blown me away by their their. The physical nature that they play with, I had no idea. Boston? Yeah, that Boston is so physically tough. And having those guys around, having Hor- Horford, man, he is the real MVP. Yep. He is the real, that extra guy that just, uh, as we kind of mentioned with Draymond, mm-hmm. he's that guy that does the things that won't show up on the stat sheet. Yep. And having him back was big for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Butler's going to be Jimmy. You know that. But um, f- to be able to match their – Match them on a from you know physically physically speaking, mm-hmm. this is going to be a tough series and uh, it's it's going to go all it's going to I think it's going to go all all seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah. Now, um, one thing that I respect about Jimmy Butler, and I don't know if you saw his post game interview last night, mm-hmm. but and Russell Westbrook, if you're listening, this is what a star does. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler sat on the podium and he said. This is on me. Mm-hmm. He said, I have to play better. Mm-hmm. I have to make better plays. I have to do a better job of getting my teammates involved. Mm-hmm. He literally said, and I quote, I got selfish on the offensive end and I tried to do it all myself. I have to do a better job of facilitating and getting my teammates involved. Mm-hmm. That's what a star does, Russell Westbrook. He doesn't sit there and get off- In- offended. Right. When people ask or tell the truth. Or criticize him. Right. Because no one is above criticism, especially when you're not delivering. That's right. That's right. And Jimmy put up 29, 29, 6, and 3, Mm -hmm. which is. Very respectable. That's a good game still. You know we playing in a different era of basketball when a guy put up 29 and we say it's respectable. Right. Like remember it in the eighties and thirty 90s? was like the the jaw dropping game. Like right. man, I, I went for 30. thirty. Right now, it's just like oh, you hit thirty. Yeah, hmm, cool, oh, okay. cool, cool story, bro. Uh, cool story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. So, but look at the rest of it though. Jimmy had twenty nine. PJ Tucker had five. I mean, that's that's what PJ do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Gabe Vincent had 14. Victor Oladipo had 14. I'm going to tell you who they need more out of if they're going to win this series, and that is Tyler Hero. Hero. He yeah. had 11. And That's not going to cut it. No. Not with, first of all, we know you can do better mm-hmm. because we've seen you do better. Mm-hmm. They got to get more because those are – Jimmy Butler's a scorer. Okay, Bam, Bam Adebayo only had six. Got to do better. That's the only interior presence y'all got. Right. And you only got six out of him? Right. Got to do better than no. that, man. He had nine boards. Okay. Okay, cool. But Tyler Hero, there's absolutely no way Gabe Vincent – I didn't – I said Google. <laughs> <laughs> and my phone picked up. Um, Victor Oladipo. There's no way Victor Oladipo and, – and no disrespect against Vic because he, he's a stud. He was killing it in Indiana before mm-hmm. he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But there's no way he should outscore Tyler Hero. Right. You know what I mean? So I agree with that. They, they got to get more. They got to get more out of other guys. But like I said, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler took accountability and said, this is on, on me. me. So let's go over to the Boston side. Good night, bro. Look, look at this. Al Horford, 10. Tatum, 27. Smart, 24. Jalen Brown, 24. Grant Williams, 19. Peyton Pritchett had 10. Bro, <laughs> everybody, come on, man. So let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. To all twelve played last night. Mm. Every well, they won by twenty five. So of course they the did. The bush driver went for five points. <laughs> <and> five rebounds. <laughs> you got your, you got your sneaks on. Right. We're gonna get you a couple yeah, minutes. Get you, get get you a couple you minutes, fam. In. So out of the twelve players that played, seven of them was in double figures. Mm. And like you said, to go back to Boston's um, physicality, here's the thing that's underrated about Boston. Boston has a big team. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum it may not look like it, but this dude is six eight, like two hundred and ten pounds. Right. Jalen Brown is a big dude. He's about six six, six seven, about two hundred pounds. Uh, we know Marcus Smart is built like a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Or Grant Williams is a stocky dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al, Al uh, Horford is, is a big guy. Right. So that's the most underrated part about the Celtics. Right. They got big guys that can move and score and put the ball in the bucket. Right. Now, uh, we both picked GSW out the, east, mm-hmm. out the west before the series started. Mm-hmm. And in the east, did we both say Boston? I said Miami. You said Miami? Yeah. Okay. I, I said Boston. Well, it's natural for me because as a Laker fan, I just can't stand the Celtics. So. Bro, <laughs> we're on the same boat. Yeah. You know, it was just like every if year. If it happens, they, for for me and other Laker fans, it would it would be like hell on earth to have Warriors and the, the Celtics in the finals because we really can't stand either one. Of them, so yeah, I mean, and <laughs> obviously growing up in Detroit in the eighties in the Bad Boys era, yeah. I hate any and everything that looks like a Boston Celtic. Yeah. Larry Bird. Uh, any, I don't even like green. I don't like Lucky Charms because it's too close to the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> and then my high school rival was called the Shamrocks. Oh man. So I just I got tired of looking at Shamrocks, man. So we're on the same boat with that. Yeah. I don't like the Boston Celtics, but I just think I think they're a better team, yeah. honestly. So uh, we'll see how that plays out, man. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. So uh, we've got a very very good 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 series. Mm-hmm. But let's get off into a little bit of the NFL. So uh, teams have started their um, OTAs. Mm-hmm. They've started rookie camp and. Um, we haven't heard much about um, your Cowboys. That's a good thing. Because <laughs> Silence time- is golden for the Cowboys because every year it's the same old routine. Oh, we're going to have a great year. We have, we're so talented. We have the potential to win the Super Bowl. This is the best group of players that we've got together in a long time. It's the same old dog and pony show every year. And then you hear the Cowboys fan. No, 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 sorry, the Cowboys affiliates start posting the same foolishness that they do every year. This is our year. We're going to take it all. Blah, insert quarterback here. It's the best quarterback in the league. Uh, yeah, the same, the same foolish stuff over and over again that we're all tired of. So, so – the 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 headline one of the headlines for the Cowboys that I saw earlier this week was the potential of Jerry Jones selling the team and Jerry Jones if said he Elon would. Musk if you're listening <laughs> that money that you was gonna pay up for Twitter um, I'm just saying 
Please. Jerry said, I will never. I think somebody was, uh, the rumor was somebody offered him $10 billion yeah. for the Cowboys. And he said please. he would never sell please, the Cowboys. Please, Elon, please. Would te- test think think Tesla Stadium, <laughs> Tesla Stadium in Arkansas sound good, don't it? That would be dope. Tesla man. Stadium, Tesla please, Stadium. please help help me. <laughs> <laughs> Get this man out of there, man. I'm, I'm so. Where, 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 it's okay. I'm man. sure Tech Ram has right, some bro. descendants out there or something. <laughs> like, so please, somebody, please, Tom, did Tom Landry have any kids? Like, like I mean, so, somebody, please rescue us real Cowboys fans from those affiliates and from the Jerry Jones era, man. Please, we're begging you, please. We're tired of this, man. Sick and tired. Okay. Tired of this. All right, we're sorry. Oh, <laughs> Whatever we did, we're, we're sorry. sorry. Please, we apologize. Yes, please, football God, stop punishing us with this owner. <laughs> and there had somebody's got some tapes or something, a scandal, something that can get Jerry Jones kicked out the league. Please, oh, oh, somebody I, something. got something. Please, oh, you got it. Please come on out with it. Please, oh Lord, help us, help me, <laughs> help. So, of course, <laughs> my Lions are preparing to be on Hard Knocks. And, Y'all uh, want Jerry Jones? Nah, we, okay. bro, we got our own problems with owners. Are you kidding me? The Fords? Man, listen, all these dudes care about, guys and gals, all they care about is selling cars and putting butts mm-hmm. in seats. That is it. Now, old man Ford. Uh, senior passed away. Mm-hmm. Junior Junior was calling the shots anyway because old man Ford had been sick for a while. Mm-hmm. So uh, Junior came in, started running the show, and he uh, he brought in Martha, which is his sister. Mm-hmm. And, I'm sorry, his um, uh, sister-in-law, mm-hmm. and she's doing what she do. You know, now I will give her this credit: she hires football people. She's like, look, I don't know nothing about this. It this dropped in my lap. She hired a good GM who seems to be doing good things, and we will see what happens. We will see what happens. But one thing that I did want to talk about as far as the NFL is this um, um, accelerator program, this diversity program that um, he's triggered. There's a diversity accelerator program, and I'm going to read to you what it entails. Kansas City Offensive Coordinator Eric B. Enemy and Tampa Bay Offensive Coordinator Byron Leftwich, who, in my opinion, are both way overdue for head coaching jobs, mm-hmm. are among more than 60 diverse head coach and general manager candidates slated to attend the inaugural coach and front office accelerator program next week at the NFL spring meetings in Atlanta. Each NFL team nominated at least one candidate. The two day program, which is uh, scheduled to take place on Monday and Tuesday to coincide with the NFL meetings. I'll say this and then I'll turn it over because he's itching. He's itching. The main goal of the program is to get minority candidates for head coach and GM openings FaceTime with the league's highest ranking decision makers. Because I know he I know he got a lot, so I'm going to get mine out the way quick. I'm going to read that again. The main goal of the program is to get minority candidates for head coach and GM openings FaceTime with the league's highest ranking decision makers. Is is this 1985? Do do we not have social media? Do we not have cell phones? Do we not have FaceTime? You know, you don't have to get on a plane and have a whole summit to get FaceTime. They know who these guys are. They know how to get in touch with them. If you want to interview Eric B enemy, you know how to get in touch with Eric B enemy and say, Hey, Come on down to the facility or let's meet me at this restaurant. Let's go to dinner. Let's have a conversation. Go. Why in the hell do you have to have a freaking mixer in order to entice NFL decision makers to stop being freaking biased and racist? I don't give a damn about whether or not you know me or you need to spend FaceTime with me. To me, it's very simple. You get a pool of candidates. You look at their credentials. 
you review their performance on their current role as it pertains to the potential of that translating to success in a higher role with your organization. Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich, Super Bowl winners as Cha- coordinators, champions, Super Bowl champions as coordinators, coached Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Hall of Fame potential in the case of um, Patrick. Well, oh, he's he's, he's, he's already if he retired today. He, he's he in Hall of Fame in. for sure. This call, let's call him Hall of Fame. He's he, getting in. He retired today. He'll be in. You have those guys who put together extensive, comprehensive game plans. They call the plays in the quarterback's headset. They're not guys that just sit around in film room and talk theory and all this other bullshit. They are the guys that are pressing the buttons that the guys are executing on the field to win championships. Someone tell me why you have guys with little to no experience and little to no success that they determined are higher or more qualified candidates than those two guys. And what's different about the candidates that were selected hmm. besides those two guys? They older? Is that it? Oh, oh, they like the color green instead, I guess. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Okay, my Or bad. maybe they're better at poker. Is or maybe golf. They're better at golf. Or, you know, beyond me, beyond me, probably like he put too much cream in his coffee. Is he too short? Because, uh, you short. know, he's a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Too short? Yeah. There is no logical excuse as to why, at a minimum, one or if not both of those guys should be a head coach right now. I don't, you don't have to, you don't have to try to impress us, man. And I, I get it. The league is trying to do whatever they can because, the line of demarcation is the league it, it can only do what they can do from an administrative perspective to try to foster and create things. But ultimately, the, the ownership and the leadership teams, the leadership of the NFL teams are the ones who are going to call the shots anyway. Correct. So until we have a changing of the guard at those higher level positions with people that are more progressive and just a little bit less racist. Mm-hmm then we're not going to see impact meaningful change. Yeah, they'll sprinkle a few of them in there. They'll they'll throw a bone or they'll throw a, a cup of water on the fire mm-hmm. when Brian Flores files a lawsuit, <clears throat> Houston Texans. Um, you know, that you'll have a couple of those hires, but you will not have a legitimate, truly unbiased hiring process. And it's not even a bang on the NFL itself. This this is America. That's y'all. the world. I'm about this to say is America, yeah, that's America. <laughs> Wells <to> Fargo America. <laughs> right now just got popped because they did an audit and found out that they literally used to schedule interviews with black candidates just to fill the affirmative action quotas. Mm-hmm. And they had they had already made offers to candidates, but they turned around and had interviews with candidates of black and and and, and, and female candidates. Just to fill out the, they fill out the quarters afterwards. So they sound, go. Sound, sound familiar to you? Yeah, hello. Sound like the Rooney Rule yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. In reverse. Yeah. So they go hire the candidate. They go ahead and start working on getting them on board. Oh, damn. Forgot. We supposed to talk to them black people. Yeah. Oh, look. There's one right here. Hey, you. <laughs> hey, excuse me, Mr. Black Guy. You want to interview? Come on in. You coach your kids' yeah. pee team? Yeah, that's that. Come oh. on in. And then they interview unqualified. Clearly unqualified candidates just to meet the just to check the boxes. Wasting people's time. Yep. Wasting people's time. It, it, like, Until that changes, we won't see meaningful and impactful no. change. To me, and I'm gonna be honest with you, to me, it's insulting mm-hmm. and it's a slap in the face mm-hmm. to say it you called it a um what what'd you call it? Uh, a mixer. A mixer. Right. No, I got a better one for you. This is a job fair. Right. It's a job yeah, fair. Yeah. Like FaceTime. Right. They don't even do job fairs anymore. No. Do you know why? Because we got technology. Right. It's not like these higher higher ups, executives, or decision makers don't know who Eric B. Enemy is. Mm-hmm. It's not that they don't know who Byron Leftwich is. Like right. you say, both of these men have won Super Bowls. Eric B. Enemy has been the three of them. Right. He's only won one, but he's right. been the three. Right. Byron Left. 
when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, their entire coaching staff was black. Mm-hmm. I didn't say minority. I said black, mm-hmm. African-American. Bruce Arians was the head coach. All four of their coordinators, mm-hmm. all, or all their coordinators, I'm sorry, offense, defense, special teams were all black. And Todd Bowles had to inherit a head coach job. When Arians just decided he didn't want to coach no decided, more. Oh, I don't want this no more. Here you go. And just threw him the job. That's how he got it. Yep. His job. And he's a Super Bowl winner also. Correct. Correct. He was the OC when they won it. Brian I'm sorry, the Flores, DC. My bad, the DC. Brian Flores led the Dolphins to their first winning record in, I think, like 13 years. And was one Get week seventeen game away from, from making going a, to the playoffs. What they win like seven to eight games in a row, right? And he can't he can't get a he can't get a, another head coaching job. But he's in a good place right now, though. Yeah, he's over there with in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. with Tomlin. Mm-hmm. And one shout out to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. That is the most loyal, bro. Listen, I'm forty. We the same age. I'm forty five years old, and the Pittsburgh Steelers have had three head coaches in my lifetime. I'm gonna say that one more time. I'm 45 years old, and the Pittsburgh Steelers have had three coaches in my lifetime. And one of them retired. Well, right. two of them well, two of them retired. Yeah. Chuck Noll. Chuck Noll and uh, uh, Bill Cowher. Yeah. And Mike Tomlin All are right. the only two three of the co- guys retired. Retired. <laughs> so they, they don't fire. They don't fire. They retire. And Coach Tomlin, one of the most well-respected men, mm-hmm. not coaches, Mm-hmm. Not that he's not respected as a coach, but he's more respected as a man, than, and and, I, and he will probably tell you the same thing mm-hmm. than a coach, mm-hmm. right? He looked black to me, mm-hmm. and he black black. Mm-hmm. Tomlin, Tomlin's a brother. Like right. some of these black coaches, you listen to him and you'd be like, mm. Tomlin is a bro, right? You know what I'm saying? And so it, he's won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. all right. So you see a black a brother. Can be successful mm-hmm. in that position, mm-hmm. so why not give more of us the shot? Especially when they've proven themselves. When, nobody's asking for a handout. No, 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 no. We're asking for equity. No, you got two these guys men have earned that it, have man. proven track records. Why is it so difficult to select one of them and say, "Hey, this guy took"? You remember how bad the Kansas City Chiefs used to be? Yeah, yeah. They used to get curb stomped by all the other AFC West teams. Yep. They were a joke. Yep. And he came into that team along in in all fairness, along with Andy Reid, and they changed the culture. They got them a star quarterback. They created a monster offensive system, and they're very successful, and they won a Super Bowl. No, they didn't. Eric Bieniemy did. Yeah, me did, yeah. The most high-powered offense right. of this generation. Right. Was created by Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, he told them, "I want Patrick Mahomes." Yeah. What, what nobody, we live in Texas, mm-hmm. so we heard of Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. What nobody thinking about Patrick Mahomes nope. like that? Nope. Eric Bieniemy said, "I want that guy. I want that guy." Tyreek Hill came out of. They had a quarterback. They had Alex Smith. At Alex the time. Smith. He was, he was who was still well. balling at right. the time. Right. He said, "No, no, no. I want that kid." Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. Had you heard of Tyreek Hill before Never. the Chiefs drafted him? Eric Bieniemy said. I want that guy. I want that guy. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Never heard I of want him. that guy. Mm-hmm. Made all of these guys superstars mm-hmm. in his system mm-hmm. and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And you telling me this man can't head coach? Here's the thing. Here's what they recognize. They recognize that we have the talent to coach football. Right. They believe. You think about it. Again, I'll say one more time. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers entire coordinating staff when they won the Super Bowl was black. So they realize you look at all the coordinators, mm-hmm. all the almost all these teams got all black coordinators. Mm-hmm. Look at my Lions. We got uh Deuce Staley, we got um um Aaron Glenn, we got all these brothers that's coaching football. This is what they're saying. You know what? We know you know football. We know you can relate to the guys because mm-hmm. we've been in NFL locker rooms, we've been in NFL, uh, we've been around the NFL. We understand that. In the meeting rooms, the head coach is not leading. Right. The receivers. It's the position coach. Everybody got right. their own. Everybody got their own room. The mm-hmm. receivers, quarterbacks, linemen, offensive line, defense. Everybody got their own room, mm-hmm. and that's who's leading. So they recognize, okay, you can relate to the guys mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. You can teach these guys football, but we don't believe you can lead. Right. We don't believe you can lead, lead an organization. An organization. Right. We don't believe you can be the face of our organization. Right. 
That is a slap in the face. Right. That is a slap in the face. So this is a joke. Mm-hmm. This is an absolute joke. And now and I'm not going to knock the NFL because they're trying. They're trying. It's just sad that they even have to, to do, do such a thing mm-hmm. to to try to encourage owners and, and, and decision makers just to stop stop freaking being racist. Yep. Now, some of these guys, I'm looking at the list because each each organization is sending two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin Harris, Vance Joseph, mm-hmm. Charles London, Anthony, uh, Anthony Robinson, Chris Horton, Terrence Gray, Eric Washington, Jeff Nixon. Okay. Some of these guys, I get it. I never heard of some of these guys, mm-hmm. but two people who have absolutely no business having to do this is Eric B enemy and Byron Leftwich. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. Now, something like this is good for some of these young brothers who really just trying to get their neck, trying to get a little recognition and get a little FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Okay. My lions are sending Ray Agnew and uh, Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn has been around a while. Mm-hmm. He came from new Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait, did, no, he wasn't with them when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But he was around right. when they were having success. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, the Saints had a dog defense the past few yes, years. they have. That was Aaron Glenn's work. Right. And shout out to Aaron Glenn, mm-hmm. um, uh, coach with the uh, Houston Stallions here in arena football mm-hmm. years and years ago. Mm-hmm. They hadn't folded. I was going to be a center if they didn't fold. But um, – the Texans are sending Pep Hamilton. Pep's and been around for a while. Pep's been around. Pep's Long another time. one who has no business in, no in, business in something either. like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go Blue. He's a Michigan man. Uh, Mozique McCurtis. I never heard of her or him. Mozique. That could go either way. I'm not sure. That could be a man or a woman. I'm not trying to be funny, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So some of these guys, uh, <laughs> I get it. But some of these guys, there's no way. They should have to do this. But... Um, We'll, we'll see how it goes, man. But we'll, you, you know, the NFL, you have the ultimate evaluation process, mm-hmm. performance. It's, it's no different than any other employer. Like they may not know who Mitchell Brock is, right? But they, the NFL, has the advantage of actually seeing you work right in another role. So it's like if you go to an interview with a, with a company, and you know they don't know who the heck you are. All they got to do is go based off your references and your resume, right? These guys are getting to see you actually work every day. Every day. With another team, albeit in a different role. So they get to see the traits that you have, the capabilities that you have. So why do I need to know why do I need to get to know you right. on a personal note? That's no. That's that's BS. Well, it's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, it's nothing wrong with um wanting to meet with a guy just to see how he is, because you could be a great football coach, but you could be hard to work with. You could be hard to work for. You could be a distraction. You may have bad habits off the field that may come into the locker room. We, we've seen that happen. So I don't have a problem with them wanting to get to know who they're going to hire. But there, again, I, I just there are certain guys who should not have to go through this process. Yeah, and I remember, I think a year or two ago, the, the uh, NFL even had a um, thought process of, of, of rewarding, awarding draft picks to teams that, that hire minority uh, – <laughs> A uh, GM or a head coach or you know something of that nature, you know higher level position. They were they were even talking about awarding draft picks. That like <laughs> you got a problem to, Come on, to not man. be racist, man. Come on. And I, and you know what? I'm not gonna say minority because there aren't a lot of minority coaches that are qualified. Right. It's a lot of black. Right. B L A C K. And that's care- you got to be careful with that too because now they're they're, they're spinning that also. Oh, my great, great, great. Oh, great the, 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 the guy that said he was mixed. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, man. What? Mixed with what? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Buffalo? The, what, was, what was that coach that they, uh, no, the Texans' new coach. Talking no, that's a. Uh, who was the guy who said he was, or oh, was it Miami? That's uh, uh, Miami. Yeah, the yeah. The guy that replaced Brian Flores. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, my great, great, great grandmother was black. <laughs> Listen, you don't want to go into history with me because no. I can break it all right. the way down. Everybody, if you go deep, my. Great, great. My grandmother's grandmother was white as his shirt. Mm-hmm. I got pictures of her. Mm-hmm. So we, if that's the case, I, I guess I'm white, I right? I guess we're white then, yeah. So I, miss me with that, bro. Miss me with that. But you don't get me started. So listen, man, this has been a great show. Um, we got the, got the weight loss challenge going on. And of course, if you're not following us on social media, I highly recommend you do so. We are on 
Look at this. This is what I'm talking about. I ain't got to memorize it no more because it's right in front of my face. <laughs> we are on Instagram at BTP underscore sports. We're on Facebook at BTP sports, Twitter, BTP sports, and the Believe Network, www.bleav.com. And I will wrap up by saying this. And you know us here at BTP Sports. We're transparent. We're transparent. And for one, before I say that, all of you guys who have supported us on these platforms, all my my Lee Youngs, my Aaron Glassby's, my uh, Frank, my nephew, uh, all my guys who watch us, Cliff, Gransberry, everybody who watches us on Instagram and Facebook, you guys have platforms, so you get it. Listen, check this out. We are on every podcasting platform on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Google, uh, uh, Spotify, Spotify iHeart, iTunes, Apple, it, every single podcasting platform. And guess what, y'all? These things don't pay for themselves. So while we support, um, while we appreciate the support from the free social media streaming platforms, we got bills to pay. And we pay those bills by getting clicks and hits on those spot um, podcasting platforms, more specifically the Believe Network. The, the studio, this ain't free. When we travel to bring y'all exclusive content from the front row of the NFL draft, from uh, ringside of a Roy Jones boxing event, mm-hmm. from courtside at the Final Four, from the, Hall of Fame. from the Hall of Fame, from the Super Bowl, guess what? None of that's free. None of that's free. So we need your support. And when we, we say support, we mean watching the show. But when we say support, we also mean tangible support. And the way we do that is by getting clicks and hits on the podcast, uh, podcasting platforms and the Believe Network. So if you really rock with us, if you really rock with us, you will go watch on those platforms. And guess what? The numbers don't lie. We got access. We can see how many clicks. Even if you don't watch the whole show, just click the button, mm-hmm. man. Click the got button. Click the button. Click the button. What movie was that? Uh, Rush Hour. Okay, good, good. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. But that's it. That's 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 what it is, y'all. That's so we ain't we ain't throwing y'all. We ain't throwing y'all away. But we got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a t-shirt to hey. me. We ain't throwing y'all away, but we, we got, got bills. bills to pay. But uh, today, man, today. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the great sports Morpheus on Twitter, he is D A Great Sports Morpheus. On Twitter, I am at Big M Brock. And for Q and the crew, thank you. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.